You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're back and look at us recording ahead of schedule. We're doing good. (laughs) It's like we've gotten our act together a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. If only we had three-day weekends every weekend. I know, right? Well, it's kind of funny, actually, now that you say that. I read an article Friday that there was apparently some division, I don't think it was the whole company of Microsoft, Mm -hmm. that decided to cut their um, employees' work day or work weeks down to four days and gave them Fridays off. (sighs) And they found that productivity jumped 40% when they did that. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, come on. Come on, world. (laughs) I could do a four-day weekend. I could definitely do four-day weeks. It is. It's just, it's kind of refreshing to be like, oh, like just an extra day. It does a lot for... I just feel like the weekend, it's like you have Saturday, really. Because like you work Friday and you have like Friday night, but like you're just too exhausted to do anything. If you're us. <laughs> Saturday, like you're fun. Saturday, good. And then like Sunday is like, you have like kind of the morning, but then like Sunday scaries set in and it's just like, your weekend's over. Well, I feel like that was you yesterday. You kept saying that you felt really anxious and then you yeah. ended up saying like, I think it's because I feel like I have to go to work tomorrow <laughs> and I don't. I have the Sunday scaries. Yeah. I mean, luckily that went away. Yeah, no, and, definitely. you know, it's Veterans Day, so... It is Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Yes, we have some veterans That's, in our lives. Yep. My yep. grandfather was in the Navy. Yes. Your dad was in the Navy. Yep, and my grandfather was in the Air, Air Force. Force. Yeah. yeah. So, definitely something we grew up with, and yep. uh, we're very thankful to anyone that served, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, Man. I have to give a shout out to my find today. It has changed my life. Okay, don't... My <laughs> Canada Dry... Um, ginger ale with lemonade. Highly recommend sponsor us. You <laughs> <laughs> will be a great singer of your praises. Um, so when we have gone to Europe, we I have fallen in love. It was our first trip on our honeymoon. It was our honeymoon, yeah. To Barcelona. Who shout out had the free uh, hotel like mini bar. Mini bar like, <laughs> in our meal. room, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Um, and that is where I found the most delicious drink that has ever touched my lips. Yeah. And that's, oh, we've got WWE going on over here. Mortal Kombat <laughs> in the background. Um, and it was Schweppes Original Lemon. Yes. And it's like a soda, and it was like, just you like, loved it. Oh I God. drank like eight of them a day. <laughs> <laughs> and we've not been able to find it. And I've looked, US. and I, no, so any of my, you know, Europe listener friends want to like send us you want to send me a freaking case of it I will send you a gajillion dollars <laughs> <laughs> but I have found something very comparable to our neighbors to the north Canada <laughs> of the driver of the dri- <laughs> <laughs> ginger ale with lemonade is like almost exactly this I yeah. really don't think I can tell a difference so I my that mind is blown uh, Celeste is not allowed to drink any until I get another bottle of it. 10 liters of it, you know. <laughs> I'm going to rot my face out now. Yeah, I was going to say, oh my god, the sugar in that I know. thing must be incredible. It's pretty bad, but it's yeah. so good. It is so good. That made your day. It did. It did make your day. Yeah, it really did make <laughs> But now it brings me back to our honeymoon, which we're going to be celebrating oh, tomorrow. Spain, our looking at you. <laughs> anniversary tomorrow. Yeah, happy, hey, three years. Three years. If we make it till tomorrow, if I don't kill you before then. The day is young. <laughs> Who knows? Nope, been three years, been three wild ass years. We've gone through a lot. <laughs> Job losses, moves. Oh my god, you know, it's crazy. They, you know, I, I'm, I will say that marriage is definitely not easy. Um, and I think any married person would agree with us on that. I'm not the easiest person to live with. Uh, no. <laughs> no, darling, you're not. I love you, but so I think that 
yes, marriage is hard, but you know, we got thrown with a lot when we got married. I got laid off really suddenly and we've just had like a whirlwind. Just a whirlwind <laughs> of deaths and moving moves and, and there's I mean tons. It's just three years, so hell, I'm like, what's gonna happen in the next two years when we get to five? <laughs> We're going back to Barcelona. I know. And you're going to stock up. This bitch will be bringing I'm bringing my Schmitz. own suitcase <laughs> just for that. You're going to be like, do you have anything to declare? You're going to be like, 50 pounds of Schweppes in my suitcase. Like, so yes. fucking good, though. <laughs> Go oh my out God. there and try it. And if you're in Europe and you have one, take a picture. No, try don't. Caitlin and don't. <laughs> don't. Make I feel so bad. Jealous. Oh. oh, don't make me come over don't there. Don't make me come over there. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, should we maybe circle around to the topic that we're going to talk about? Um, So I think we were going to do kind of like places or houses, um, and it kind of spiraled into me just like per usual sidetracking off into something else. Yeah. Um, And I kind of did some like hometown ghosts. So things obviously growing up in Maine. So they're kind of around. They're all in Maine, but kind of around where I grew up. Yeah. No. And I had you jump on that gravy train. Yeah. So likewise, I decided to cover um, stories from South Carolina where I grew up. Yeah. And I think we got a good, it looks like we got a lot. But yeah. I haven't read yours, but it looks like we got a lot. Quite a bit. Um, so do you want to start with yours? We'll just go back and forth. You do yeah. one, I'll do one. Sure. So, um, and my first one kind of has like three little mini parts to it. Okay. So it, it won't take that long, but um, I decided, so I grew up in the upstate of South Carolina, but nothing's really going on up there. So <laughs> Near Charlotte. Yeah, I grew but up in South Charlotte. Carolina. Right. And I decided to cover, um, I decided to go back to Charleston just because that's where that's all the Boothangs live. Where we belong. That's where we belong. <laughs> and specifically, I decided to go to my alma mater, which is the College of Charleston. Yep. hey Go Cougs. Um, so just a few quick facts, and if anyone didn't know, it was founded in 1770, so that makes it the oldest college or university south of Virginia in the United States. Cool. Hella old. Yeah. Um, well, and side mm-hmm. note that your mom graduated from there. She did. You graduated from there, and your little sister and Gabby, Gabby yeah. graduated from there. So it's kind of cool we have, like, that legacy Tradition, of yeah. ladies going to COC. So um, another fun fact is you've probably seen it if you don't realize it. If you've ever seen the movie The Notebook or... Dear John, basically anything Nicholas Sparks, mm-hmm. a lot of the scenes are filmed at the College of Charleston. Like really? in Dear John, there's a scene where I think Amanda Seyfried is the actress. She's like reading letters and she's standing in the cistern. That's where oh. they're filming her. So, so Nicholas Sparks is a hard on for Charleston. Well, they like to film there. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I don't think, I think he's from North Carolina. So oh, he's, okay. he's local. Local, yeah. Yeah. So beautiful school, very historic. Yeah. Lots of ghosts. Lots of ghosts. <laughs> Lots of ghosts. Um, <laughs> So my first story is actually one of the dorms on campus. Okay. It's called the Joe E. Berry Residence Hall. And I had to text with Gabby to remember this, but this was her freshman dorm. Ooh. So we'll get to her thoughts on this in a minute, because she actually did tell me a story. No, nice. <laughs> so it was built on the site of a former orphanage in Charleston. Okay. Um, the orphanage housed, obviously, children without parents. Also, it held a lot of sick children. Um, there was a, uh, epidemic of the Spanish influenza that was going through Charleston in 1918. Okay. So a lot of the sick children were being cared for, cared for there. there. Yep. Well, unfortunately one day, um, two kids at the orphanage, <laughs> there's still mortal combat <laughs> behind us. 
Anyway, two kids at the orphanage found um, oily rags and were playing with them and accidentally caused a fire. Oh. And um, while most of the orphanage was able to evacuate, four children did die from smoke inhalation. Oh, wow. So, obviously, you've kind of got some residual energy there yeah. to begin with. Mm-hmm. So the students now say that they often hear like late at night children laughing. Oh, uh-uh. um, the one that I read that I always heard when I was in college was they would hear like marbles rolling down the hall. Mm-hmm. That was a really common sound. And I went to school with people who, um, at the time it was an all girls dorm. Yeah. Um, who said that they heard the marbles. So oh, I can speak creepy. to that one. Yeah. Now I asked Gabby if she ever heard anything and y'all know what a chicken Gabby is. So. <laughs> she said, no, but she did say one of her sweetmates told her that one time she went to class and came back and all the photos of her brother, who had unfortunately passed away, were upside down. Oh. Yeah. And Ooh. I was like, oh, shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh-uh. So that's kind of the most, the scariest one. She just told me that this morning, so. That's creepy. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Ew. I did not live there. I did not have to experience any of that, thankfully. Yeah. So that is that's the crazy. Barry Residence Hall. Creepy. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. So this is uh, at 185 Calhoun Street. This is where Health Services is uh-huh. on campus, and Lord knows they see some shit on yeah. a day basis. So it used to be a bike shop. It was okay. owned by a man named Mr. Brower. He was unfortunately murdered in a robbery in which I think the person breaking in didn't realize he was there mm-hmm. and ended up killing him. Mm-hmm. And now staff will come in and find all the books taken off their shelves and stacked in, like, five-foot-high stacks. Oh, uh uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Get on out. Yeah. (laughs) That's creepy. Get on out of here. So that was, uh... That's some fun stuff about CFC and what what's haunting it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories of, like, CFC and it being haunted and just... It looks... I mean, it's beautiful. It's an absolute beautiful campus, but you can tell it's really old and just... You can tell there's probably a lot of, like, ghost stories that, you know, go oh, through. Sure. I remember um, we had done a ghost tour, and I remember the... It was near CSC, I think, and it was this long path, like, narrow path that had the bricks. There was, like, a shooting there, like... Oh, Dueler's Alley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Philadelphia Alley. Yeah. yeah. I almost did that story. That's really funny. Did you? Oh, that is yeah. funny. I remember... I, that's one of them that stuck out to me yes. that was right there, and I, just, I remember there's so much brick. It's <laughs> a lot of brick. Yeah, that's a fun fact about the school is that it was founded um, by a brick company. Yeah. And so the kind of thought is whenever you're walking on bricks in downtown Charleston, you're on CFC campus. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Fun fact. (laughs) That is fun. Cool stuff. Yeah. Creepy. I know, right? What you got for me? Well, I've got a few. So I'm saving the... I'll say, how do you want to break it up? (laughs) I'm saving the doozer for the end. So there's three kind of like shorter ones that are... um, they're kind of, they're old, they're kind of folklore-ish, um, not a ton of research about them, so there's not Hard a lot of, yeah, there's not a lot of anything saying, like, this actually happened, until the fourth one. I'll just okay. preface that. So the first three, like you're covering it don't up. look. Like my old eyes can't, like, see that far anyway. But. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll start in um, York, Maine, which is very southern Maine. Like, it's yeah, kind it's of like, like right the, the butthole of Maine. Like, when you <laughs> go from, like, New Hampshire to Maine, <laughs> you're uh, going into Maine. <laughs> up the butt up. of Maine. <laughs> yes. Wow. York, Maine. <laughs> Let's go. They need to adopt that as their new, like, the butthole of Maine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so in, in York, Maine, there yes. is a cemetery called the Old Burying Yard of York. Okay. 
original, right? Yeah. Um, so it's really old, dates back into the 17th century, um, okay. and it really just looks like your typical graveyard. Sure. Just has some trees. It looks nice. There's just like a, you know, quiet little stone wall that goes around it. Um, but there's one gravestone in there that's a little bit different than the rest. Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Um, you can Google it. Um, it's the grave of Mary Nason. Okay. And she was believed to be a witch. Okay. Um, and she died on August 18th of 1774. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she passed, her husband had her headstone made, but had a portrait of her carved into it. Okay. And if you look at her portrait, like, it's pretty terrifying. I don't know if it's just the time that they, like, maybe they were just, like, chiseling it out. But, like, yeah. she's got, like, really big, bugged out eyes. Like, I want to Google her this. Hair, <laughs> you should. Story. Her hair um, looks like this, like, big ball of yarn and just, like, a cre- it's just, it's creepy if okay. you Google it. Um, I'm looking. And Nason is spelled with two S's. Mary Nason. N-A-S-S-O-N. Um, old Burying Yard of York. Okay. Um, so, the only thing that's really different is she's got this creepy portrait on mm-hmm. her gravestone, um, but they laid a, gr- a granite slab yeah. over the top, like they buried her, uh-huh. and then over the top is a slab of granite, because she was believed to be a witch, and so that's to prevent her from rising from the grave. Oh. Ooh. Did not know witches could do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, okay. Yeah. Interesting. And so. that's the only grave that has, like, that slab Yeah, and so top. there was, there's, like, um... Apparently, there's a plaque at the beginning of the, um, yeah, that's her. She got boobs in this portrait. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But apparently, there's a plaque at the beginning of the graveyard that, like, tells the story of this. Okay. Um, But then they're saying, like, it may be true, but it's also a New England type thing to, um, like, back in the day, they would put that to keep, like, pigs and, like, cattle from, like, digging and getting into it. But it's the only one in that in the cemetery that has it. So they're not saying yes or no, but they're Yeah. They're kinda going with it because it's got the story of Sure. Her on on a plaque at the beginning of the Yeah cemetery. Well it's interesting is like because was Mary a witch? I mean she may have been, sure. But she could also probably add like more than five numbers in her head and the townspeople were like, Witch What's two plus two? <laughs> Lizzo would have definitely been a witch. They'd been chasing her out of town. <laughs> what was, there was a meme I saw the other day, and it was like, be the kind of woman that, like, the townspeople would want to burn at the stake. And I was like, yeah. That's me. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I want to see that. We should make yeah. a trip up. I it's, mean, I mean we go through York when we go, like, home to my house, so. Yeah, let's make a pit stop. We should. Time. We really should. Close nice. Stop. Yeah. All right. All right. Do you want to go back and forth? You got another one? Yeah, sure. I'll go. So we're going back to Charleston, obviously. (laughs) Um, And this is one we haven't talked about yet. And actually, I don't know if you've heard about this, so you can tell me. Is the Battery Carriage House Inn. I know what the Battery Carriage House is, but I don't... Yeah. No, no. Like hauntings or anything. Okay. So the... It's an inn. It's a bed and breakfast. It's located at 20 South Battery Street in Charleston. Mm -hmm. Beautiful area for sure. So, some backstory on the inn is that it was purchased by Samuel Stevens on June 7th of 1843, Um, and it kind of changed hands a lot. You know, this would have been during the Civil War as well, Mm -hmm. I believe, so obviously there was a lot of destruction to Charleston during this time, not a lot of business coming through. Um, So, obviously, kind of went down the line and was eventually converted into the inn that it is today. Okay. However, (laughs) there's always a however to all of our stories. Always a but, whether it's a butthole or a butt. (laughs) 
lot of that energy has remained within the Carriage House Inn. Okay. And because of that, there are many, many reported hauntings. Yep. And the thing that's interesting to me is they tie themselves to specific rooms. Mm. So only specific rooms seem to be active. Okay. So you ready? Yep. Okay. So we're going to start out like easy and then we're going to get like... Kabam! Yeah, we're scared <laughs> real quick. So room three... Pretty mundane stuff. A lot of people say they see orbs in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people report problems with their electronics, like their cell phones die, their camera batteries drain, Mm -hmm. like a lot of malfunctioning, Mm -hmm. and they hear a lot of noises. Like a lot of times, um, like people who have stayed there complain that they can't sleep because they just hear like knocks and noises and they see these orbs. So it's just, you're not going to get a good night's rest. (laughs) You're better off at the Hampton. Yeah. (laughs) That's room three. Okay. Um, here's the doozer. All right. <laughs> room eight. Yep. Guests who stay in room eight will often say that they wake up in the middle of the night to see the apparition of a torso with, I believe it has arms and legs, but it has no head. Oh. And it's just standing Headless there. Nick. Yep. <laughs> the headless torso. Oh. By the bed. And the thing about this is people say that it's kind of leering. It's kind of looking at them. How can and I look at him with no head? I know, right? Like, we, we need answers here. <laughs> we have questions. Yeah. But they say that the spirit is very aggressive and mm. is said to growl at people and oh, make very animalistic noises. No. Um, the theory behind the headless torso is they actually think that it may have been a Civil War soldier that uh-huh. was killed around. Because it, I believe at one time was used as an infirmary. Oh, okay. So you've got that energy there as well. Nay, nay. Imagine waking yeah. up to that and seeing that shit. I'd be like, oh, right. oh. And people say that, um, from what I read, and I've heard this from people too, is that people have literally like gotten up in the middle of the night and left well, because yeah, they too. <laughs> just refuse. And when people try and stay there, they, the front desk will literally warn them yeah. and like let them know that this is a really, you know, active, active room. room. Like you need to be aware of what you're saying. And a lot of times people, if they're skeptical, will stay there. But if they're not, they'll just be like, put me in another room, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah. That'd be me. I'd be like, nah. nah. <laughs> I'm all good with that. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I just came for a free breakfast. I did not come to get the shit Do you have me. the continental breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> but do you, because the Hampton Inn does, yeah. I take my ass right down the road. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so. That's a good one. That's, yep. That's room eight. Mm. And our last one. Yep. Room 10. Okay. This is hard. I was waiting for it to be 13. Uh, I know, right? It just was too on the nose. We okay. couldn't do it. <laughs> so room 10 is haunted by the gentleman ghost. This oh, one's kind of like is fun. He, he is. He Good. is not an aggressive spirit. He's often seen as a gray shadow in the room. Okay. Um, now, if you're a lady and you're staying in the room, he's been reported to climb into bed with you. Women have woken <laughs> oh, up and he's laying there. So, you know, no dirty birdie. Mr. Gentleman Ghost. It's a little dirty birdie. But, you know, it's startling. They say he's not aggressive. He doesn't make them feel like... I'd be startled if I saw a man up in my bed, too. Yeah, because I'm gay as hell, so there should be no man in my bed. <laughs> That's more concerning than anything. <laughs> so they see him. <laughs> and... The nice thing, he's called the gentleman ghost, because if you ask him to leave, he just kind of walks through a wall and disappears. <laughs> so he's a gentleman. Oh, you want cuddle? Yeah, no, right? You're just like, okay, like, that's fine. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That is the gentleman ghost. That's fun. Yeah. He's looking for a little. Speaking of growling. I know. <laughs> not. Man. Yeah. That's cute, though. Yeah. So the, that is the... Uh, I'd rather him, you know, be hanging out in my room and just trying to get a good night's sleep than 
seeing a headless, you know, growling. torso growling at me. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a gentleman ghost um, any day. I can live with that one. Yeah, me too. Oh, show. Me too. Actually, I'll take room three. <laughs> Actually, I'll take room five where there's no stories I'll do the of anything. One that has nothing going on. So. So. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but definitely Google it if you haven't seen it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful house. It's awesome. Yes. Good one. Speaking of the growling torso, there's one behind us. There's growling kitties. <laughs> Could y'all not? Okay, next. Next. This one takes place in Newfield, Maine. Um, and so I had no idea where that was, so I just did a simple Google oh, so we search. Just that one, right? <laughs> yes, and it's really it's about two hours from where we live. Um, it's right on the um, Maine New Hampshire border, so yeah. it's it's probably in the middle of nowhere, but it's right. relatively close to us. No, Maine's a big state. <laughs> Maine is huge. <laughs> yeah, it's a big state. Um, so there's this woman named Hannah Straw, and okay. she was 30 years old. Okay. Um, and she was um, at her parents' house, and she passed away. And this was in the 1820s during just a really brutal winter. Okay. Um, just, I think, got sick and just... Was she young? Did you say how old? 30. 30. She was 30. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so, obviously, I've told you this, and this is obviously a weird concept for you. So, growing up in the north where there's <laughs> snow, if you die in the wintertime, the yeah. ground is frozen. So, you can't dig yeah, the ground. This is weird for me to figure it's, out. <laughs> so, there's a thing called a receiving vault, which is okay. just like this big building. I've showed them to you before. Yeah. Um, and they just kind of hang out there until the ground isn't frozen. And then you usually will do... The service and memorial. Like the funeral happens. When, right. You could do like an indoor like funeral, but like the burial will happen later on when it's okay. more like spring or summertime when the snow's gone and the, the ground you're able to like dig. Hashtag main props. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So not sure if, you know, these just hadn't been invented yet. I don't really know the history of when these kind of became a thing. Okay. Because um, this was in the 1820s, so a long time ago. Yeah. Um, or the dad was just like a creepy deepy and buried her under the floorboard of the kitchen. Mm. And said, this will do. Okay, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Go on. So we buried her, like pulled up the floorboards. And, and like... buried her there under the floorboards okay. of the house. All right. Yeah, that's not a bad idea, right? No, just like cooking dinner. You're like, hey, smell for one. Um, yeah. So that's pissed me off too. That's yeah. yeah. So she's apparently after that happened, um, wasn't so thrilled with it. Uh, So she's supposedly has haunted the house ever since. Okay. Um, and it's gone through um multiple owners, but the biggest thing that they say they see is a young woman like just standing in the kitchen. Mm. just like just kind of hanging out there so is this someone's house like does someone else live there now yeah it's a it's a just a residential privately home. owned mm-hmm. Ooh. and so that's kind of just been passed down and um owners like uh, there's been a ton of them since this family but yeah most of them have said like there's just a woman kind of standing in the in the kitchen like that's the only place that they see any like interesting active things well did they ever get her out of the floorboards i don't know I don't know. Is this is kind of like the folklore thing. We don't we don't know how much mm. truth there is because there's not a whole lot now going yeah. you know with it. But you just imagine the realtor walking through with the people that are going <laughs> to buy. And they're like, "Yep, here's the kitchen. Beautiful marble counters, new stainless steel, lady under the floorboards. Let's go into the foyer, shall we?" And you're just like, <laughs> "Wait, what? That ass up? Like what? <laughs> huh? Huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of a shorter one. Do you have another one? Do you want me to go? 
Um, I do. Okay. And then I'll leave your doozer. I've got one more and oh, then the doozer. Okay, perfect, because this is my last one. Okay. <laughs> so you know this location very well in downtown Charleston. This is 161 East Bay Street. Mm. And now it is where it's a restaurant. What restaurant is there? Lagunitas. Lagunitas. Uh, I was thinking, um, it's it was South End Brewery. It was South End Brewery. I was, yes, I, was saying, so I remember correct. South End Brewery. But it did, right before we left, change to Lagunitas. Yes. Oh, is this the guy on the third floor? Oh. Yes! Oh, good We're one! Into this good one. one! So the thing about this story that you need to understand first... I'm going to kill those cats. No, <laughs> I'm not going to kill them, but I'm just going to yell at them. Um, the thing you need to understand... <laughs> I love how you have to throw the disclaimer. Well, I'm not really going to kill them. I'm kicking in the door like, no, I'm just going to yell at them. I'm just going to yell at them. I am all for animals. <laughs> Don't come after me. SPCA, please. I give money to y'all. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so the thing to know about this story is that East Bay Street in downtown Charleston is a huge street. Yes. And it has a lot of great restaurants. It's mm -hmm. a great place to stay. Like if you go to visit a lot of great hotels down there. Mm -hmm. um, what a lot of people don't realize is that even though today there are streets that extend past East Bay, was back in the day, there was none of that. That mm -hmm. was the waterfront view. Right. And we have since added land to make those, yeah, that's why, fun fact, Charleston's way below sea level. Well, they weren't very smart about that. No, and their sewage system sucks, yeah. and their draining so system. So whenever you see, like, floods or, like, hurricanes that come through Charleston, and you see, like, cars underwater, like, yeah. that is exactly, that, and it, that's, it really like, does really not an exaggeration. It's terrifying. Yeah, we had a really big rain one time when I was in college, and kids were, like, kayaking from yep. house to house because, like, <laughs> it was so flooded. True yep. story. Um, so this is the story of George... I don't even know how, I did not look up the pronunciation. Poyer? Poy I would say Poyer. Poyer. Sounds French. French, yeah. Okay. And the building itself is called the F.W. Wagner Building. So, George Poyer lived during the 1800s. Mm -hmm. He came from a really rich family that had, like, prospered basically by the cotton farming industry. Yep. Um, we can probably assume by slave labor, so dicks, but... Douchers. Douchers. So, he was very wealthy to begin a douche with. douche canoe. <laughs> a douche canoe. <laughs> He was really wealthy. <laughs> uh, hashtag douche canoe. <laughs> well, we're talking about kayaks and yeah. douches. It is. I, 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 you with I it. do call people douche canoes. So. It's true. There's a lot of brilliant insult names for yeah. people. Most are not acceptable for the show. <laughs> no. So you'll have to message us if you want to see what Douche canoe is okay. Yeah. That's all right. It's got the explicit tag on it. People know we cuss. <laughs> That's true. Um, where was I? Oh, George Poitier. Douche canoe. Yeah, douche canoe. <laughs> so he was really wealthy. Um, he was also got into cotton farming. But mm -hmm. while he was kind of doing this, um, there was a an epidemic of, uh, they're called boll weevils. They're beetles. And they <laughs> love to eat cotton. Okay. <laughs> so it destroyed like a ton of. What are they called? Boll weevils. Boll weevils. Yeah. Bull weevil, bull weevil, bull weevil. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Sorry. So, it's okay. So the bull weevils destroy, like, most of his crops. So, like, gotcha. quickly he's losing money very, very, very okay. fast. Okay, yeah, that's not good. So, kind of in a desperation, he makes a final plea and deal with British to, you know, ship them his last kind of, um, you know, batch of cotton. Mm -hmm. So he puts it on the ship, and then he goes up to the third floor of the Wagner building, and is watching as the ship is sailing out of Charleston Harbor. That's why I said it's important to realize that that was waterfront at what, the time. Mm -hmm. Well, while he's sitting there, he watches the fire cat or the ship catch fire and burn his cotton and sink in the harbor. Yep. So realizing that, you know, basically his fortune his is gone. Money is gone. Money is at the door. 
He doesn't know what else to do, so unfortunately, he hangs himself from the rafters on the third floor. Yep. So, this building has become just incredibly, and I have heard this firsthand from people, Mm -hmm. um, the third floor of the Wagner building is very, very, very active. Um, Restaurants have kind of come and go through it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like people ever stay there very long, if you notice. No, because we saw two. We saw the... South End yeah. Brewery and then Lagunitas there. And I wonder if Lagunitas is still there. I haven't looked. Yeah, we'd have to look. We went up to the third floor, didn't we, though? We did on our, like, bachelorette, bachelorette party. party. yeah. Um, and that was, we never really saw anything. I didn't feel anything, but I was pretty drunk, too. Yeah. <laughs> so. I wasn't exactly like, looking for anything, either. Um, no, that I was, was looking fun. for a beer. That was the only thing I was looking for. Yeah, it was always yummy, both South End and Lagunitas yeah. was good. It was. And yeah. apparently the staff have a lot of trouble going to the third floor. One guy said... He came in one day and the chairs were all kind of stacked up Mm -hmm. and one of the chairs on top of a table was rocking back and forth and as soon as he got in the door it just flew off the table and hit the ground and he like feet of it right out there (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of funny too other people say like the ghost is kind of friendly like the beer taps will turn on by themselves oh okay and people say while they're drinking beer they'll kind of feel like Something cold kind of whisk by, and they're like, "So George, George is like trying to have a beer Just and have a, a good beer. time. Give him a break already." Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. That is the ghost of George at One Sixty One East Bay. Friendly ghosts, like yeah. Casper. Though Casper's really sad when you think about it because it's a child. child well, yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, well, let's shut up, Celeste. <laughs> I haven't watched that movie in like twenty years. It reminds so. me because it's um, there's I think it's a Geico commercial. Oh, with and Casper. It you know, it's scary. Like, what, that our house is haunted by Casper the Friendly Ghost? He's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Am I chewing too loud? <laughs> yeah. That is a really funny commercial. It is. Man. Good stuff. It makes me miss Charleston. I know. I'm like, now I really want to go back. I know. Lagunitas, they had really good um, calamari. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they did. And like a spicy sauce with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any of y'all want to go to Charleston, you just hit us up. We will yeah. give you so It's like food city. Food, food city, bitch. <laughs> so good. It is so good. There's so much to do. Yes. And the ghost tours are awesome. Dude. Yeah, they are. <laughs> we did what? Bulldog. Bulldog, Bulldog tours. tours. It was great. Great. Um, that's where I heard the story of George Poirier. Yeah. It was on the Bulldog tour. Well, it's really funny, too, because there's another podcast called Pleasing Terrors. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend, by the way. And Mike Brown, who narrates it, is a ghost tour guide in Charleston. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, like I so want to go on one of his tours. Yeah, that's like, awesome. I know you. I know you. <laughs> that's funny. Yes. Good stuff. Thank you. Good one. Thanks. All right, ready? Yes. This is not the doozer, but the one before this is kind of short. Yes. Um, but funny because I've been past this place a million times and never knew. Okay. There was a story like associated with it. Okay. Um, so this is in Freeport, which is about 30 minutes from where I grew up. Which is the home of... L.L. Bean. Yes. Is the haunted, is the boot haunted? No, the boot is not haunted, as I, <laughs> yeah. as far as I know. Well, there's a giant boot. <laughs> An L.L. Bean boot. <laughs> and, like, I just remember every, we would go um, school shopping there every year. Yeah. And we'd get, like, a new backpack and, like, our winter coats and stuff from L.L. Bean. Mm-hmm. And, like, I still see, like, my friends that have children like, going school shopping, and everybody gets their picture on the fucking boot. <laughs> it's just, like, it's a main staple. Like, you just, like, haul your kid out. It's giants. Like, it's, it's like, huge. lift your kid. Yeah. And, like, send, sit on the boot. <laughs> I don't want my picture. Sit. Get on the okay. freaking Get boot. Get on the fucking boot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a place called Jameson Tavern. So, it's just, like, a little pub. Hey, um, and you've seen this place. I've never been in it, but I know exactly where it is. It's right there. I by I know, right? I do, too. Okay, we're going next time. Yes. So, 
apparently, um, it's right next to L. Bean, but there's an apparition of a tall man with a top hat on. Oh, okay, I haven't thought about that, but go on. Okay, well, apparently he's friendly. Okay, he's, all right. He's very friendly, mm-hmm. um, doesn't really cause a lot of trouble, just kind of bangs here, things get, like, moved around a little bit, um, and the owner was pretty skeptical, and they're like, oh, like, you're gonna, you know, you gonna see some shit. have a, you know, restaurant here, and yeah. he's like, I don't, you know, that's whatever, what and, apps. you know, he, his mind changed, um, it wasn't that long ago, he said, um, he was standing there, he was alone in the thing, like, it was the morning time, so he was yeah. just kind of getting ready for the day, Sure. and he watched the back door open, like, someone came Ooh. in, and then closed completely behind him, <laughs> And he was like, it wasn't scary. It was just like, oh. okay. And he was just like, hey, <laughs> hey, Howdy how's it going? And yeah, that was just kind of that. It was hmm. just, they kind of just live peacefully together now. Okay. So people who go there, like, see, do they see the man? Yeah. Okay. So not all. I mean, it's kind of. Here and there. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they do say if they see him, it's just a tall man with a top hat. Um, and they believe he's the one that kind of like, you know, they'll put their guacamole over here, and then tomorrow, like, it's going to be in, like, a different fridge. Oh, so he's just kind of, like, playful. Yeah. Like, and they have no speculation as to who he is. Mm-mm. Interesting. No. All right, I want to know your, your top hat theory. Okay, so it scared me a little bit when you said tall man in a top hat, because, and, um, we need to do an episode on sleep paralysis, but, okay. um, there is a shadow figure that is said to appear a lot during sleep paralysis called the hat man. <laughs> Oh. And he is real damn terrifying. Ooh. And it's like a tall man in a usually like top a top hat. hat. So oh. when you said that, I was like, oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> shit, we ain't got to take it back. We ain't we going. going. No, he's apparently very friendly. So. Oh, okay. He's a nice. He's yeah. nice. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. Are you ready for a... Uh, yeah, because I don't have another <laughs> <one>. <laughs> We didn't plan that very well. It's yeah, okay. we, we didn't remember that. So <laughs> this one is actually associated with an actual like crime scene that they okay. stumbled so upon. So this, this one is pretty... Pretty Actually. accurate, yeah. Um, so this ha- this house is in Benton, Maine, um, which is up by like Augusta, Waterville area. Um, yeah, have so been there. Really- I've never seen this house, but you know, I know the area. Okay. Um, my uncle had a pawn shop in Waterville. So <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, so it's a pretty creepy looking house if you Google it. It's just kind of old. Okay. Um, and so this happened in 1964. So not terribly long ago okay um an 18-year-old Alan Lionel um lived there with his family Um, and he like woke up just like in a sweat and just terrified like didn't remember having a dream just kind of woke up and said like something is not good and he felt a presence at the bottom of his bed um so he just kind of laid there and didn't move and just was like you know just kind of creepy and whatever yeah um and then he like felt the presence come around the side of his bed and he got really cold on his shoulder So he was just like, okay. And he said it felt like someone grabbed his arm, but then like went away. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And so that was like the big kind of thing. And after that, he kind of just pushed it out of his mind and said like, you know, no, <laughs> that never happened. Maybe it was just yeah. a bad dream. Um, but weird things kind of started happening. Um, lights would flicker. Things would kind of move around and sway. And like everybody in the family. Something um, was going on. Yeah. Kind of was like. Huh. Huh. Um, and then after about two years of living there, they started hearing when they were downstairs on, in the upstairs, they would hear they, how they explained it was someone taking a step and then dragging step dragging. So oh, they said it sounded okay. like <laughs> someone was injured. Like, and, like and they're taking, leg. yep, taking a step and then pulling their foot, taking oh. a step, pulling their foot. And like that kind of really started freaking them out. So you want to know what they decided to do? If you say a damn Ouija board, I swear to God. Nope. Okay, good. (laughs) 
Even better. They decided to remodel the house. Oh, good. Because nothing <laughs> pisses off ghosts like renovation. Yeah. Yep. So Great. they decide, Great. and this was six years later. Um, so this was in 1970. Okay. So they're renovating this house, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Let's just disrupt everything now that we're, like, yeah. creepy. And so during the renovation, um, they found a mummified foot in the wall. Mm. <laughs> so they call call the police. <laughs> call the police. Yeah. <laughs> they, they called the police, um, and so the Maine State Police went, and they had to send the foot to Boston to because Maine's like we don't know what to do with this. Like, what the fuck are we so do they with this did. Foot? <laughs> There's not many people in Maine, let alone doctors. <laughs> Maine was looking at they're like it's wicked old. It's really <laughs> oh, We don't know. <laughs> send it to Boston. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so they send it to Boston. They, you know, finish their house or whatever. Um, and they started kind of doing kind of some back research into the history of the house. Yeah. Like, that's kind of a weird find. Yeah. Um, and there was a doctor that used to live there. And so they think he did maybe some illegal, um, like, surgeries or, like, trying to help people. And it came back as a foot of a five-month-old baby. Wow. Yeah, oh, that's so sad. But then, like, put it in the like the wall. Like, what do you? And so they're they, really trying to dispose of it. Yeah, so that's what they thought is like he was a, he was a doctor, a guy that lived there before, you know, way back when, and they just think he kind of was doing stuff on the side, like back alley, yeah. surgeries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that is so sad though that it's a a five month old baby. Yeah. Yeah. Did they? Did you say they found the rest of the? No, child? Just, the just, foot, the foot. just the foot. Just the foot. Well, that makes me more scared. Where's the rest of it? Yeah, but then like, if you think about, remember the like the step and then the drag. like drag. But like, maybe that baby was... grew up and was just like, mm, we'll find my foot. Oh, so you're <laughs> saying that there's a chance? I don't know. That's just crap. Maybe there's a lot of theories here yeah. as to what happened. Because there's no, there was nothing. There was no other bones. No found. other remains. No, found. Mm-hmm. just one mummified huh. foot. Well, maybe he just took off the foot and the baby grew up. That's I'm what going, I'm saying. And then like, I know. he's I'm hunting going. for his foot and like he's just, you know, limping around the house. I'm going for that one. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm going to go on that train. That sounds nice. Yeah. That's that's it. Those Man, are my stories. Interesting. Well, Learned I'm, a whole lot more about Maine than I than I'd ever known. I was about to say some shit's gone on there. <laughs> that's that is interesting. Um I do want to Google what that house looks like. Yeah, it's pretty but, creepy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently man. we're not supposed to tell people to Google things. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Don't Google the rake. <laughs> I forget who said that, but that was really funny. Yeah. Um What was her name? She's pretty cool. I'm sorry. It's alright. I'm an asshole. She we is like, super sweet. So maybe, like I feel, I feel like, like it's Leanne. Yeah, Leanne. Hey girl. Leanne, yep. She always makes tasty food. Look at that. Look at that salsa. Oh my god, Leanne, get your ass up here and like, make shit, us some like, homemade salsa. Yeah, oh man. Also, that's a really cute avocado gift. Look how cute Aww. that is. Damn, Leanne. Yeah. Look at you making good food. Look at that. Shit, well, look that at that. Good. Sorry, we're just reading <laughs> we're just going through. Insta right now. You're a star. <laughs> oh, look at that. Biscuit. All right, we gotta get off. Right, sorry, I'm hungry now. <laughs> I think that was like it looked like Bojangles or something. If that was a Bojangles biscuit. I'm gonna be pissed. God, it was Bojangles. <laughs> anyway, see, this is why you should all interact with us because we're fun and we'll talk about all the things that you send to us. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. We got talking the other day on how we got sucked into like uh-huh. the like Amazon like forty dollars like forty things you need to own under oh, forty dollars. I'm such a, a hoe for this list. I'm always like, yes, I do. <laughs> I need. 
fucking everything. As a new set of like glass Tupperware just rolled up to the door today. And we're like, yay. It's like you have 87 things in your cart. And I'm like, did I add that many? And I look and I'm like, oh, this bitch over here adds shit too. That joint Amazon account really gets you where it hurts sometimes. Oh, oh man. Well, good stuff. It's getting to be lunchtime and I just saw that yummy food and now I'm going to go make some food. I know. I'm hungry. I do think that was a good episode. Hometown ghosts are obviously a, a cool topic for yeah. people to see where we came from. Yeah. If you have any hometown ghosts, we want to hear about them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So any final thoughts before we uh, close shop for the no. day? Happy Veterans Day again. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you uh, for your service. And happy wedding anniversary. Tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm a lot less stressed now than I was three years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah, tell me about <laughs> it. I know, right? So let's yeah. go pop some champagne. All right, let's clean house first, then we'll pop champagne. You can clean house. I did that once, and that was the last time. Caitlin, Facebook, Facebook. Cool friends, go there. Talk to her. Send dog pics. Yes. Um, Instagram, at Ghoul Friends Podcast. On Twitter, we are at Ghoul underscore friends. And if you want to email us, it's ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. So as always, happy Veterans Day. Stay safe, stay warm. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your cool friends.